there are so that we have every Thursday between uh, 6 and 7, so you can get a chance to call in and ask uh, the questions that uh, sometimes you're not allowed to ask on uh, our now censored state media. Uh, I try as much as possible to focus on subjects that are kept from you, but we'll talk about anything, and sometimes those overlap, so you can't be... um, you can't be completely um, uh, sure that something hasn't been covered in some way or has been covered in some way. But I mean, the reality is the things that are harmful to the uh, completely bumbling. Uh, and that's a bad word, really, because it makes it sound in some ways funny or not so dangerous. The incompetent, I guess, maybe would be better. The incompetent uh, Biden administration, the, 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 the excuses that are given uh, for him are am- am- amazing. Like when he was looking for the dead congresswoman. I mean, anybody could make that mistake. Uh, first of all, I'm not so sure anybody could make that mistake if they're having a memorial service for the woman the next day. Uh, but number two, I guess it was the only mistake. Sure, I guess, I guess. But I mean, there, there's uh, one every, every day or two or three or four. Yesterday, didn't he tell us that his son, Bo, died in action? His son died in a hospital of cancer. He didn't die in action. Now, I don't know if that's Biden demented or that's his lying, the fact that he's a pathological liar and has been since he was in law school cheated. Uh, And and a a liar who tries to make himself and his family into heroes beyond what they are. You know, like he he will lie about having been first in his class and he'll lie about having been on the battlefield and given out medals and he'll lie about going to a black school and just recently he said he grew up in a Puerto Rican neighborhood. I think when he was in Delaware, the Puerto Rican population was about 3%. He's just a, just a, he's, he's a pathetic liar. I, 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 politicians lie, we know that, but there's, there's, uh, usually there's a grain of truth in what they say of some kind. He's just, I, I never talked to any of my son's foreign clients. Then you got on the hard drive, you've got just clear examples of 17 or 18 of them that he, that he did talk to. And now we've got evidence of what he talked about with, um, with uh, some of the witnesses that are available to the FBI that I'm not sure they've interviewed. Them. The FBI hasn't interviewed a lot of people that uh, would have been made it possible to, to do this case the way a normal criminal case would be done uh, as opposed to a case that they clearly are fixing. Uh, and perverting the criminal, the criminal justice system. So I just finished uh, uh, an hour uh, talking about the 2022 election. And I, I, I thought it might be uh, uh, useful to spend a little time on on John Fetterman, because uh, Fetterman is, um, it's almost like making the same mistake, the same Biden mistake over again. I mean, Biden was clearly incapable of being uh, president. He didn't have the mental capacity to be president. He demonstrated that Many, many times I would urge you to take a look at a a podcast of mine that was done, I'm going to say, about August of 2020, toward toward the end of the campaign, but before the hard drive came out. I'm going to ask you to take a look at that and listen to the two doctors. So now we're talking about, if I'm right, and it was August of 2020 that was two 
plus years ago. And they analyze his deterioration based on videos and audios of him in debates, speaking, and they uh, point out the difference in the way he talks. He talked much uh, faster, much more uh, articulate, loquacious, really. Um, then they compare the way he talked two years ago, and it was the kind of the talk of an old man in a, in a nursing home. And uh, he always said stupid things. Because I know you will discount this because I'm a political opponent, but I've known him for years and was introduced to him as the dumbest person in his law school class. Uh, he's one of the dumbest people I've met. I mean, he really is uh, profoundly dumb. And uh, that's why it's hard to tell where the line between his uh, very, very deficient IQ and dementia begins. But this is dementia. It isn't just, and I guess it's a little worse because <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of brain cells to lose. And, um, but he clearly had it in 2020. They never let him go out. He did strange things like confuse his, his, uh, his wife and his sister. He announced that he used to listen to Roosevelt or watch Roosevelt on television reading the comics. There was no television at the time that Roosevelt was alive. He died before there was television. So that'd been interesting if he had. Um, you, know, you know, the things that killed him in, uh, in 88 and 89 when he, when he claimed he was first in his class and had five degrees and... Uh, all kinds of stuff. And then he, then he made up a whole tale about his life based on a prime minister candidate or prime minister in England, Neil Kinnock. Uh, he didn't just plagiarize Neil Kinnock. He plagiarized him in law school. He plagiarized a man's life, not just his words. So this, this has been a problem, you know, for quite some time. And uh, Dr. Maria Ryan, who will be on this show, I'm sure frequently she's my, partner for my Sunday show uncovering the truth on WABC. You can get that all over the country on WABCradio.com, just like you can get this on BBS radio slash ask the mayor or chat with the mayor. I think it's chat with the mayor. Um, and then you can, then you can get this anywhere. And if you want to call, you can call 888-627-6008. And we can have, you know, uh, sort of an unrestricted conversation because I didn't particularly like, uh, I, I, I get annoyed with the, um, the radio call-ins because they're so short and you got to cut them off and, People are just starting to tell you interesting things, and you have to go to another person, or you have to go to a break, or and um, and even and then and then when you explain things, you got to cut that off. So here we have a little more runway, and we can we can cover things more, you know, more intelligently and in the depth that they deserve. So what I what I wanted to do is I wanted I wanted to play for you and. Um, I wanted to play. I wanted to play for you, Fetterman himself, because I think. Well, first, first, um, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play something where he talks funny uh, because I think I think he's getting a certain amount of sympathy because I think people think that we're making fun of his disability. We're not. We're 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 legitimately questioning his capacity to hold an extraordinarily sensitive and important job where he has to make very, very precise judgments about what's good for us. He has to be extraordinarily discreet. He's got to be able to speak with a certain amount of confidence and, and, and power in order to represent his state. And he has none of those. Plus, he's a, he's a really strange bird. I mean, the guy never worked a day in his life. He takes an allowance from his parents and he lives with his parents. 
and he wanted to defund the police. He wanted to let secondary murderers out. He's, he's been in favor of releasing cop killers constantly. He's a big supporter of uh, D.A. Krasner, who's watched crime go through the roof. Uh, would you like to know how? By just releasing criminals the way Bragg does in Manhattan. Uh, I figure at this point, there are about 50% less people in prison who hurt you than when I was the mayor. Meaning, uh, rather than being in prison where, you know, they can only hurt themselves, uh, there may be, I don't know, five, 10,000 people, something like that out there. Uh, and when they do get apprehended very often because of the uh, no, no, no bail law that Kathy Hochul really won't change. Uh, they're back out on the street. So he supports all that. He supports all of that um, destruction of the criminal justice system. That And he's a big supporter of uh, wacky left. He, he, he's big, he, he, he looks like what he is. He looks, I mean, this is before he was sick. Nobody's making fun of him being sick. He dressed and acted like a wack job. And he is a whack job. And you want him in the Senate? I mean, so we, he can let criminals go? That's pretty crazy. But let, let, let's see what a dishonest man he is, because he says that this has no impact on his uh, capacity to reason. And um, Now, remember, he can't understand words. He needs them translated into something else so that it gets around whatever damage that the, the stroke did to his brain. Had to be catastrophic damage if you've got to change the words around. But in any in any event, he says it doesn't really affect his judgment. It doesn't impair his cognitive abilities. You believe him? Well, if that were the case, then why would he answer this question? You're now going to hear him. Let me see if I can get this just right for you. When we're going to we're going to hear him. Um, we're going to hear him because, I mean, if that's the case, then he should be extraordinarily uh, anxious to release uh, his medical records, particularly on this subject, and have his doctors question about it. So let's see if we can. Let's see if we can get this up high enough so you can hear it. I know you're tired of answering these questions. Don't you think that if you just release those records, and answered those calls, it would be easier to put this to bed. Once I said, uh, I believe that the, having this, the, our doctors saying that we're fit to do it, and I've demonstrated my abilities and where I'm at, and I'm leaving people up to that, that choice. But we haven't heard from your doctors in six months. Well, but you've seen from me every day, and you've seen our campaign going you know, all across Pennsylvania. Well, she, I don't know if she answered that. And we just didn't go far enough. He, he doesn't go all across Pennsylvania. He does more what Biden did and stays in his basement. Uh, he's, I think that was his first uh, interview, one-on-one -on -one interview with a reporter. He did his first press conference only a month ago after Oz had done about 100. And people are voting right now. People are voting without the information. People, I mean, I mean, this could be like the hard drive. I mean, that, those records could say that he has a permanent impairment. Um, and he's doing the Democrat crooked thing, which is hiding it until after the election, until we find out that we've elected a compromised intellect. I mean, it's, it's, he sure sounds like he is. He also sounds like he's, a, a, he's, not, a, he's not a well put together human being either with his ideas. And his strange behavior. I mean, you know, you know, um, his um, his tenure as as uh, whatever the heck he was he the mayor or the county executive. There was an article done that by the time he finished, uh, <laughs> the, the county was close to bankrupt. Crime had increased dramatically. And and nobody <laughs> nobody wanted him around. 
and they don't support them right now. I mean, this is this is a, this this. If this wasn't so serious, if it wasn't a matter of life and death, this would almost be funny. We're electing a guy. I don't know how old he is. Fifty. We're electing a fifty-year-old guy who's about six, seven, six, eight, probably about three hundred and eighty. For fifty pounds, for eighty pounds, goes around with overalls on, like he's uh, like what was that? There was that uh, wrestler Calhoun. Some he looks like a he looks like he should be in uh, you know the old fashioned uh, fixed re- wrestling matches, not not extreme boxing. Uh, and then he says whack, wacky things that that uh, I, I don't even know if he just says them in order to be. In order to be, um, you know, sensational, but we should release half the prisoners. We should we should release people with you know just second degree murder. We should release people just with property crimes. Krasner, uh, where uh, crime is going uh, through the roof in Philadelphia, and it has more murders than New York and Chicago combined. It's doing a really good job with progressive uh, D, being a progressive DA. I guess a progressive DA means you pro- you make progress in getting people killed. Um, uh, he of course supports uh, uh, spending money as if it has no value, which every Democrat now does. But uh, I guess one who's never worked and never supported himself probably has no problem with that at all. Uh, so th- I mean this. Uh, Please, my friends in Pennsylvania, any of you that are listening or those of you who know people in Pennsylvania, don't do that. Don't do this to this country. Don't don't give us this man. I mean, if he if he if he uh, if he's sick with with um, a brain illness that he what good are you doing him electing him to the Senate? It's only going to create more stress for him. And the guy's guy's wealthy as 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 all get out so he can get the best treatment. He doesn't have to burden us with his crazy ideas and make Pennsylvania even more dangerous than it is now. And we can also get rid of Schumer, and we can get a, a check and balance on 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 Biden by having both the House and the Senate really prevent him from doing really damaging, from really damaging things. Uh, also. Uh, remember that voting it pr- probably in your state voting is going on now or is about to, and it is really outrageous. Again, uh, without the press performing its role as a disciplinarian here, that he's not going to debate until the last week of the. Half the people will have voted by then. And uh, who, who knows what he's going to be like in those debates? See, he, I don't think he knows what he's going to be like, which is why he's putting it off. So if you want, uh, you want a little uh, uh, info on the debate, uh, last night, uh, uh, Johnson and uh, Barnes uh, debated and uh, thought Johnson did a really remarkable job. But, I mean, Johnson is a um, very sensible, very honest man, and Barnes is uh, is a fetum. Barnes is a defund the police, alternative policing, you know, don't send the police and the social workers who will tell the domestic violence guy who's beating the hell out of his wife, uh, they'll tell him things like, use, use your words. That really works with a guy who's a you know a career criminal and beats the living daylights out of women. Uh, tomorrow night, the, the, tomorrow night is a tomorrow night's a main event. Really, I'd love to. I'd love to be the one asking the questions at this one. To tell you the truth, this is. Uh, but I think I think I think that they would um, recuse me. I'd have to recuse myself. It's uh, Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker, and they're going to be on uh, WSAV in Savannah. 
They're also going to be on TV stations in 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 the state. And I think they're going to be on that new channel news, new news, or the one that the one that Chris Cuomo is on. Don't hold that against it. It's the Leland Vitter is on it. Uh, Abrams. Um, it is a lot of CNN people, which makes <laughs> which makes you a little nervous. News Nation is the name of it. News Nation, and um, and, and this will be at eight o'clock tomorrow. Uh, I'm sorry, it'll be at seven o'clock tomorrow on News Nation, or you can probably get it online as well. Uh, and News Nation, I didn't get a chance to. Um, I didn't get a chance to write down, and I wanted to write down for you um, the other debates that they, they. It seems to me they're covering a certain number of the debates, but almost all of them, all of them are being streamed, so you'll be able to pick them up on your on, on your uh, computer. And uh, for example, Kemp and Stacey Abrams. Uh, both of whom are governors because Stacey is the one who, you know, she did what Trump did, but nobody wants to put her in jail for it. She refused to uh, acknowledge that Kemp won the election. And until now has questioned the legitimacy of the election the way Hillary has done. But you see, if Trump does it, it's a crime. If they do it, it's just, just their right to have that opinion. So that one's going to be Monday and it's going to be on Facebook and online on other uh, outlets online, but it'll be on Facebook. Then there'll be, I would say that that's the main event. Um, although there's a second debate on Monday, the 17th between Ryan and JD Vance. And that's at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then uh, one that I just don't think is going to, I, I just, I just don't think that um, the race between Mike Lee of Utah and Evan McMullen is a competitive race, but um, to Lee's credit, even though he's uh, the leader, uh, he's a responsible leader. He, he's not, he's not waiting until, all the early voting is over, even though he's the big front runner. He's debating him on Monday night. That's worth that's worth listening to, only because Lee is so damn smart. But I, I just don't think that's a real race. And then on uh, on Tuesday night, there's a race we haven't talked about, uh, largely because. Um, I just don't know. I don't. I don't have a. I'm trying to get a feel for uh, what kind of chance Joe O'Day has. But they, they're just going to do a mental health form at, at uh, 12 p.m. and then at uh, at night. Probably one of the dumbest uh, uh, politicians, other than Biden, in the country, and one of the worst governors. Although I don't think, I don't think anybody can. Much worse than Hochul, and um, well, the guy in New Jersey's pretty bad too. Murphy, he sure got a lot of people killed during the pandemic, like Cuomo. J.B. Pritzker will be uh, debating Darren Bailey. Again, you know, I wish Darren Bailey the best, but it's not one that it's just not one that. Uh, you know, where you can say we got a really good chance. Now, I do have to say, in fairness, because um, we did accuse uh, Fetterman of doing this, and I think uh, Charlie uh, um, Chuck Schumer is going to do this in his, in his race. You know, he's running against Joe Pinion, who's a very fine candidate. I may have him on next week. He's a very, very fine candidate, and I think he's going to surprise people with the vote that he gets. But I, uh, but. It's really hard because they cut him off completely uh, from from any kind of publicity. 
So he just doesn't get a chance to, um, he just doesn't get a chance to, 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 to explain himself. Um, but they're going to debate at some point, but I, I, you know, I think they're going to do it like at four in the morning, two days before the election. Uh, in fairness, though, I have to say, uh, uh, Governor DeSantis did the same thing to some extent. He's not having a debate until October 24 with Charlie Crist. And he's the, you know, he's the big front runner. And um, I mean, there's no content. I mean, tra- tra- Charlie Crist, I also know for a very long time. And I will tell you, if you talk to Senator Scott from Florida, he will tell you that my uh, ad that I did for him defeated Chris. I'm just not saying that at boasting. I'm just telling you a fact. And he, he says it all the time. But it was it was not a it was not that wasn't that much of a scripted ad. I was giving a speech at a, a very famous uh, Versailles, very famous Cuban American restaurant in uh, in Florida, in Miami, and I went off on. Uh, I know a lot of dishonest people in politics, but none as dishonest as Charlie, and I explained why. And they 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 were able to cut it into a thirty and, uh, and one minute ad and put it on for about three weeks and boom knocked Charlie out don't think I'm going to have to do it this time I think DeSantis is doing a pretty good job of knocking him out but he's going to debate him on October 24th that's, I mean, that's worth I guess that's worth, it is worth seeing uh, because DeSantis is you know, one of our best governors but it is kind of late and then you know, we'll, we'll keep you informed we do not have a date for Fetterman and Oz. I don't believe we have a date for that. Maybe we do. Yes, we do. October 25th. I'm surprised it isn't November 25th. I think it's no, I think it's October 25th. And um, on a Tuesday. And it's the same night as the Colorado debate. It says that it's going to be live streamed. Um, it's going to be broadcast. That's going to be a big debate. Might be the biggest actually of this cycle because of because of Fetterman's uh, physical uh, frailty and 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 the legitimate questions about whether he can communicate, communicate properly, understand what he's saying. Uh, that may be the that may be the biggest one of all, and it may it may really. It shouldn't really determine the election because his ideas are way outside the mainstream of Pennsylvania, which is a swing state and a relatively sensible state compared to New York and California. So we're going to take a two-minute break so that people can do whatever you would like to do. And we'll be back. We'll be back at uh, 6.33. Thank you. And come right back. Rudy Giuliani back uh, with uh, Ask the Mayor, and um, we're we, we're discussing um, really we're, we're we're talking a lot about the elections because I do I do think them I do think they're more important this year than just about any time I can remember. Now I know I ran you know I ran myself you know as the candidate three or four times. One, two, three, four, four times. And I've campaigned for many people uh, very, very intensely and, you know, just one or two appearances. And uh, I was the really the principal surrogate for John McCain 
and also for, for also for Donald Trump, which is, which is a trick. Um, and um, so I know I know campaigns really, 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 really well, and um, uh, they're they're it's almost impossible, I think, nowadays to really get a good feel with a poll for for what's going on people wonder why are the polls so off and why are they so wrong well what one one reason is on purpose uh, a lot of the pollsters who are public pollsters began their career doing polling for candidates and people who poll for candidates give the candidate what he wants or she wants and all you have to do is oversample right so I oversample Republicans. I'm going to get a big number for Republicans. Oversample Democrats, even with independents, the kind of independents. So I oversample men or women. Uh, you know, a teeny little oversampling, and boom, you're off by three, four, five points. Um, so polls at this stage are not, uh, and at this day and age, too, with uh, the cell phone, and uh, things, things like that, uh, make the polls a little bit less important. Here's here's the way I would look at these uh, elections, and here's a little hint: the polls can tell you usually if a if a campaign is within reach, and I'd say anything below double digits. Certainly at this stage, because there's still plenty of time left, believe it or not. Um, you can't count anybody out who's, who's below double digits, like eight points behind, seven points behind. Particularly with the kind of turnout we got in 20. One of the reasons that Democrats had to stop counting on election night was they didn't calculate that big a turnout. And the turnout turned out to be much, much bigger than they anticipated. They never anticipated having to make up 800,000 votes in, Pencil- in Pennsylvania. And I mean, it took, took having to do a lot of phony ballots to get that done. Uh, so enthusiasm is a factor in an election nowadays because we're so split down the middle that it has a lot to do with who wins because whoever has the enthusiasm definitely comes out and votes. That particularly applies to election day, which can make up for a lot of sins that happened earlier. So you want to watch that. You want to watch the enthusiasm level and how how is it being effect, affected? And uh, the Trump rallies are very, very important for that because they engender enthusiasm. He, he has them for this cycle. He didn't have them for 20 and well, definitely with a loss because that's one of the things he can do well, which is to create a sense of enthusiasm and emotion for his candidate or, can, or candidacy. So let's let's um, let's let's go back and review for a moment uh, some of the races and what and what and what you can what you can do. Obviously, if you're in a, in in one of the states with one of the key races, then um, and you can, you obviously you can vote. You can volunteer. You can volunteer to help. You can. Uh, you can uh, try to get people out to vote. If you're not in that, if you're not in that state, if you're not in that state, then uh, you can donate. You still can donate money, and money is still valuable, even though word of mouth has become, you know, I'd say more valuable, and internet. Campaigning has become valuable. 
TV advertising it's still important. You want to be covered, but it isn't it isn't as critical as it used to be. So let's let's review the races we we talked about because I think these are still the ones that we put in the um, in the category where the result is not known. So like when we when we when we mentioned uh, we men- mentioned Senator Lee, well he's going to win. That, that, that the debate may be fine to listen to, but if but if you want to listen to a debate involving a uh, candidate who's going to make a difference in whether the Democrats Republicans have the leadership, that's not the that's not the one. But um, so I would I would start with one, one, geographically. I wish I wish we were on TV because I love doing this with a map. I think. Uh, I'm going to do this geographically starting north. So we start with New Hampshire for the Senate, right? Where we have Baldock and Hassan. And uh, basically, I'd say if you live in New Hampshire or in the east, if you can if you can get up there and help Baldock, that is a state where door to door, bring out the vote is going to make the difference. It's within it's within the margin of error. The 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 race is within the margin of error, and um, so that so it's a race that's worth expending, you know, expending some of your time on. I would not I would not consider it a waste. Uh, I would not consider it a waste of time if you. Uh, she gave some time gave some time to that because they've done a pretty good job of trying to make Bulldog into an extremist, and the reality is that um, New Hampshire is a moderate state, but on the other hand, New Hampshire really is disappointed with Biden. He's got very bad numbers in New Hampshire, and he's not that kind of person. Not with all of the things that have come out about all the foreign money they've taken from China and Russia and uh, how crooked they are and let's face it how perverted they are I mean there's a lot of that a lot of that is whisper 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 but it certainly that certainly doesn't go down well in a place like uh, like New Hampshire it might be easier to deal with it in New York or California so that's that's um, that's one race to keep an eye on uh, very, very, very uh, ca- uh, carefully. Then if we try to do this in some kind of, a, uh, of an order, uh, then Pennsylvania, where we have, uh, we've got Oz, and we have, um, we have a man who can't talk, Fetterman. And I said to have a debate coming up. And if you're in the New York, New Jersey area and you want to give us some time to help them, or you want to help Doug Mastriani, Mastriano against Ben, against Shapiro, who is a really, really left wing with the attorney general who really helps to empower the crazy DA in, in, uh, the crazy DA in Philadelphia, who's, you know, r- ruining the city of Philadelphia. Uh, I mean, so that's Mastriano. Uh, should he be able to win? Who was a uh, member of the military for 27 years? Uh, could do a good job of getting that state under control. Um, particularly if you if you team them up with Oz and they can work together on doing it, it would make a very very big make it would make a very big difference. And and Philadelphia needs it badly. Then, uh, then I'd say we go uh, from there to Ohio, and we've got the uh, a very close, interesting race there with Vance and Ryan, and they're both um, they engaged in that debate uh, very, very well. I think Ryan has the big problem of he really is a Trumper, a, a, a Biden Easter rather. He really is a Biden Easter, and. He's not going to be able to run away from it. And Ohio is a definitely 
has had it with Biden. And I think if Vance can just keep convincing people that he's a Bidenista, I think that's the one I feel the most confident about right this minute. That that uh, I I I mean I, I feel confident in the in the following order: Vance, Oz, and Baldock, and that in that order so far. Then then we go to uh, Georgia, and we have Walker and Warnock. Now there is um, yesterday a, ca- a counter scandal developed in the Warnock uh, uh, campaign, in that his uh, the 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 video there was a video, rather lengthy video from his wife talking about how he beat her up and ran her over with a car. Um, so um, I don't know. Just so, so Walker did it and. He, and he, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's any more true about him than it is about Walker. They both deny it. The women both attest to it. You're supposed to always believe women, but we didn't do that with Biden, who had a woman claim that he sexually harassed her, and she she went nowhere. So do the best you can with that one. That's a that's a that's one that's hard to hard to figure out. Then we got Wisconsin, and Wisconsin is uh, Ron Johnson. Who they're you know who they're trying to attack as a uh, irresponsible guy because he uh, kept after the election and that sort of thing. I know the evidence that he had it was all very very um, very probative and very uh, useful evidence that does show that the that the election was tainted by an awful lot of illegal activity. Uh, so you'll, you'll, th- those are the ones that we'll keep our eye on. Those are the ones we'll keep our eye on the most. Uh, I will add to it one other. I said five, but they're always worth putting one more in because we talked about it. I will add in Nevada as well, which is a uh, lax against an incumbent, uh, Catherine Cortez Master. I'll just put this right down. And um, so I think those six races, those six races really will tell you, and I would say, the Republicans are going to have to win four of the six. And the right ones. And I think it's possible. I think it's possible for the Republicans to win all of them. I do not think it's possible for the Democrats to win all of them. It is possible for the Democrats to win about three or four of them, however. And uh, I think the next a couple of weeks are gonna, is going to tell you that. Because uh, people tend to wake up about now. And they start to ask questions that those of you who have been following this from the earlier part of the primaries, find, um, how would you put it, somewhat naive, or why are we asking that now? But I do, I do think that the format that we've laid out where we're going to go over these, and you, you spend uh, time getting your questions ready about the candidates so that you know, I can give you the benefit of what's going on on the inside with all of them, in one way or another. I think uh, I think we get we could we could uh, do something useful in getting the people, you know, g- appropriately ginned up for this, because this is a very very important election. It's going to decide if we continue on this woke path that we've been on, or we. Um, we turn it around and go back to our old, our old values, which aren't so old, like the nuclear family, like belief in God, like we're not the kings of the universe. I know that's a little disappointing for some people, but that's just the reality of things. 
Uh, it's just a reality of things. We'll also, uh, next time, take a look at the, at the congressional house races to see what we can, what we can find there in the way of races that will, uh, not only beat the Democrats, because I think that's going to probably be, um, that's going to probably be, uh, like easy, easier to do than in some of the other situations. But the, the, uh, the whole atmosphere of it, I think, is important. So you've got you've got six states: New Hampshire, New Hampshire, and Ohio, and Pennsylvania, and Georgia, and Wisconsin, and Nevada. They're pretty much spread around, huh? And uh, the rest of the states, they look pretty well locked up for one or the other. Although Trump will try a couple, I'm sure, to take a few away from. Take a few away from um, from the from from the other side, just in case. And just in case they do fool around, or just in case something goes wrong, you can't be you can't be uh, too sure. And I think that um, the race for the Senate here with Joe Pinion should be a close race, but it's you know just not. Pinion is. Would have been good, I think, if we had a stronger candidate. Uh, I don't. I don't say that Joe's not strong. He is. Just doesn't have the resources. He doesn't have the resources to be a, a stronger candidate as he could be. Meaning the money. He certainly has the internal resources. He's a very articulate person, a very smart person, but he doesn't have the the bucks to make himself into a candidate that's better known. And um, unless a miracle happens, that's going to be one that we'll just have to grin and bear it. But if we can get most of these, and I think, you know, it could change tonight, it could change tomorrow. I don't think it will. There's no reason why it will. But this is going in the right direction. And I think that it's going in the direction of uh, people realizing that we need uh, checks and balances, that we, we need to have uh, a president that is restrained by a constitution that's wiser than he is, wiser than we are, and that has to be interpreted honestly uh, so that we live uh, in, faithfully to it. And with that, we'll, we'll, we'll have, I think, the moral basis on which to combat crime, and that that alone will will, will bring it down. And the thing will the thing will also examine because it'll have something very much to do with how the election comes out. And we didn't spend time on it; we just got a few minutes. But this is something that um, this is something that we'll do some analysis uh, to get together and. That's the issues. We know crime. We know crime is an issue. We know, let's call it the economy or uh, inflation or cost of living. Um, let's, let's be more specific and say inflation because I think what it really is is the, the fact that things cost more. Uh, and we know that, that the Democrats are trying to bring abortion in, in as an issue. COVID is just about gone as an issue. Education is an issue. And we have to see how they play, how they play out, uh, how they play out against each other. I mean, in some places, crime could be the number one issue. In some places, it could be the economy. And in some places, it could be children and their education, which, of course, was the big factor in the Virginia elections. There's no reason why. That can emerge as a major factor in this election. So keep up with it. Remember the number, write it down, 888-627-6008. We'll be back next Tuesday at 6 o'clock, 6 to 7. 
So be prepared with some questions for me because I don't like it when I don't get tested. And uh, and then uh, we'll be back on Thursday uh, next week with uh, inside the 2022 uh, election and ask the mayor. And we'll get into much more. Uh, we'll get we'll get into more detail, and we'll be getting closer, and we'll have a better feel for who's going to win and why. I'm looking as we go off at a at a at a, a Chevron uh, sign for gasoline. I think it's California, and I think it said six dollars and seventy five cents. And and I'm looking at uh, the uh, Saudi Arabians who have that look on their face like. Biden, why would we help you? You're trying to arm Iran that wants to destroy us. Just a thought. So now have a great week. I'm on uh, radio, remember, tomorrow at 3 to 4 on uh, WABCradio.com. Then I'm on Uncovering the Truth on Sunday between 10 and 11 with Dr. Maria Ryan. And uh, and then we'll be back, as I, as I said, on Tuesday. And Go to Rudy's, Rudy Giuliani CS.com and get my present podcast, which lists the key issues that are being censored. And as to each of these issues, you're not finding out massive amounts of facts, much in the same way that you didn't find out anything about the hard drive. Well, you did some of it because we got it, we, we got it out no matter what, but you didn't. The, the the requisite number of people didn't know, but maybe half the people know about it. And they didn't know about it in the detail that we're now getting it, you know, the details of the crimes that he committed and the crimes that his father committed and his father's involvement in those crimes. So stick with us and we'll make sure you get that information and it isn't kept from you. And you have a great week. God bless you and God bless the greatest country on earth. This is Rudy Giuliani and I'll be with you <laughs> as quickly as you want.